Hello, and just to continue with my argument that cars are not good for humanity, even though they have contributed tremendously to a lot of things, I believe the damage that they have caused when it comes to death and destruction is not justifiable. We could have done better. We could have had better technologies. And to back up that argument just a bit, I have gathered some statistics like I mentioned. I mentioned that over 47,000 people died in 2022 when the last census is available, the latest census at the time of this recording. That is, my friends, 117 people on average per day for that one year. That is just here in the United States. Just imagine what the number is worldwide. It is more than disturbing to even imagine what the number is around the world. And another statistic is that that figure from 2022 of 42,795 people that have deceased was up by 10,000 since 2013. So it increased 10,000 since 2013. And from just a couple of years before that, 2019, it was up 18%. And from 2020, which there was a significant decrease in road accidents and deaths because of the lockdowns or the slowdowns, as I call them, because of the pandemic and traffic and all kinds of human activity. The increase from 2020 to 2021 in road fatality was up by 10%. That is per the United States Department of Transportation, USDOT. And that year, in 2021, the pedestrian deaths totaled 7,500. And that was a 40-year high that occurred in 2021. It was a boom, sad to say, a boom in pedestrian deaths that year. I guess after the pandemic, people were ready to hit the road and they were just crazy when they went out driving after being slowed down just a bit during the pandemic, which is, I don't know what to say about such thing. I mean, these people, we as people are just an embarrassment when it comes to taking care of each other, taking care of people out on the road. I mean, the disrespect for life, the road is just out of this world. It's just something that is I just can't understand sometimes. So the EPA average weight for a vehicle here in the United States is 41,000 pounds. Put it in perspective, an average person, adult here in the U.S. is 180 pounds in weight. And, you know, the difference is vast. That is, you know, in comparison, when a human body comes in contact with a moving vehicle, the consequences are catastrophic and a lot of it has to do with speed, a lot of it has to do with weight. And we have designed vehicles here in the U.S. to be enormous, humongous. And the larger the vehicle, the more mass is going to carry with it. With the speed, the kinetic energy is going to be a lot more deadly. Of course, that does affect physics, does affect the deadliness in accidents and crashes. And that combined with the ludicrous speed at which people drive on the road out here, even on parking garages, parking lots, as they call them here, parking spaces, pedestrian areas, school zones, the speed at which people drive in just residential roads, like roads that people actually walk past, walk nearby all the time. I mean, we have them here 
posted at 40 miles an hour, 45 miles an hour, even 50 and 55 miles an hour, I've seen roads that are right in front of houses, mailboxes and the such, and you know, right next to sidewalks and shops. I mean, the way they post speeds here, design road, they have pedestrians very far behind where they should be when it comes to caring for them, prioritizing them. We're not even gonna get into what animals, wildlife, pets go through. It's just insanity the way it is. Insanity. Car features, just to jump into that. As far as safety, yes, there have been some improvements in car safety. Some of them quite noticeable that I've seen that are quite helpful. Above and beyond the seatbelt that has been around forever, for at least, I believe, 50 years or so. Highly enforced seatbelts, however, they've been only around since, I think, the mid-80s, early 80s perhaps, they began to make seatbelt wearing mandatory. Before that, it was just a wild, wild west out here. Anybody and everybody was just riding around in vehicles without a seatbelt, thinking that they were superman, superwomen, super children, and they did not expect at all, seemingly, that they could be in any way involved in an accident, which is baffling to me how people think that they are invincible or they are privileged in some way. Sometimes they call themselves blessed and, you know, favored by a certain deity or something. I mean, these people out here, a lot of them are just laughable when it comes to safety and protection and just common sense and logic thinking and, you know, thinking that they are these special protected beings above and beyond everyone else. It's just laughable, especially people that act and behave in the way they do. You know, what makes them think that they are any better when they're smoking weed, drinking alcohol and beer every chance they get, when they're cheating on their husbands and wives and going around and, you know, just being mean to everybody and being discriminatory and spitting on everybody's eye, literally, and most times, you know, figuratively. And those are the same kind of people and hating everyone else that, you know, doesn't live like them, look like them, speak like them, be from the same nationality they are, be from the same religion they are. They do all these things and they still think that they are so special, so pampered, so protected, so shielded. And, you know, I'm not sure where they get these ideas from. I'm going to move on into the top five feature in vehicles. I looked this up just yesterday on a reputable website. And, of course, the first on the list should be seatbelts, but I guess that's an old technology that's been around for some time. They listed airbags number one. I completely agree with that and second that quite well because airbags do make sense and they do work, I believe. Most of the time, just recently, I mean, in the last couple of days, I was driving home in a dark, cold, rainy night and here in the state of Georgia is probably one of the worst traffics in the country, if not in the damn world. And the traffic here down Interstate 75 in and around the Atlanta area is just ludicrous and 
ridiculous. It is just embarrassing the way they have managed that road and the way they have managed city traffic and design for transportation is just an embarrassment for all kinds of things, especially, you know, the city designers and the city managers there, the leaders, they've just been an embarrassment during the years. They have let their bigotry, racism, their hatred for minorities in the area get in the way to the ideology. They have let that, allowed that to get in the way of progress, of logic and common sense meeting the transportation needs of the city, of the metropolitan area. They have allowed that to block towards all kinds of progress and just logical advance of the transportation system. The transportation system is retarded here, literally. It's just behind, it's way behind where it should be. It is insignificant for a major metropolitan area, one of the largest in the nation with over 10 million, I believe, in the metropolitan area here. And yet the public or mass transportation system is just a joke. It is very, very limited. It does exist in a very limited way. And it is nowhere near what it should be here for this metropolitan area. And therefore we have a massive, unnecessarily large, loaded amount of cars on the road. Everyone has two to three cars. So everyone and their dog is given a license here from 15 year olds to 96 and plus year olds are out on the road driving and everyone out on their big trucks and SUVs and if you want to go pick up a pizza you get on your big SUV. If you want to pick up your child from the daycare you get up on your big pickup truck. If you want to just go grab your cigarettes or your beer for the Friday night, you get up on your large car. And that's how we live out here, many of us, many of them here in this area. And that's why we have the worst, literally the worst traffic.